0: A friend and host for daily Bible All this time our ancestors had a tent shrine for true worship and made it to the exact specifications God had provided Moses. They had it with them as they followed Joshua when God cleared the land of Pagan and still had it right down to the time of David. David asked God for a permanent place for worship. Solomon built it. Yet that doesn't mean the Most High God lives in a building made by carpenters and masons. The prophet Isaiah put it well when he wrote, Heaven is my throne room. I rest my feet on earth. So what kind of house will you build me, said God, where I can get away and relax? It's already built, and I built it. God created the earth intending to live with humans. He created humans so that we could be in fellowship with him. And that was the main purpose of humans, to be in fellowship with God, as God created us in his own image. God is omnipresent. He is everywhere in this world and he never leaves us always is with us. The only thing we need to do is believe that he lives and that in Jesus we have eternal life. Jesus is the one who died on the cross for our sins, that if we believe in him, we will not perish but have eternal life. And this is exactly what the people, apostles, disciples of Jesus in the book of Acts are doing. They are going from town to town teaching and teaching the good news that Jesus is our Savior. So let's see what happens next. In our previous episode, we saw Stephen teaching the word of God and he was persecuted and killed because of his teaching. As we go forward, we will see Philip doing the same. He moves from town to town teaching and teaching the good news will be saved, and lots of other things happen. Let's go. Acts chapter 8 Simon the Wizard. That set off a terrific persecution of the church in Jerusalem. The believers were all scattered throughout Judea and Samaria, all that is but the apostles, good and brave men buried Stephen, giving him a solemn funeral. Not many dry eyes that day. And Saul just went wild, devastating the church, entering house after house after house, dragging men and women off to jail. Forced to leave home base, the followers of Jesus all became missionaries. Wherever they were scattered, they preached the message about Jesus. Going down to a Samaritan city, Philip proclaimed the message of the Messiah. When the people heard what he had to say and saw the miracles, the clear signs of God's action, they hung on his every word. Many who could neither stand nor walk were healed that day. The evil spirits protested loudly as they were sent on their way. And what joy in the city! Previous to Philip's arrival, a certain Simon had practiced magic in the city, posing as a famous man and dazzling all the Samaritans with his wizardry. He had them all, from little children to old men eating out of his hands. They all thought he had supernatural powers and called him the great wizard. He had been around a long time and everyone was more or less in awe of him. But when Philip came to town announcing the news of God's heaven, kingdom and proclaiming the name of Jesus Christ, they forgot Simon and were baptized, becoming believers left and right. Even Simon himself believed and was baptized. From that moment, he was like Philip's shadow, so fascinated with all the God signs and miracles that he wouldn't leave Philip's side. When the apostles in Jerusalem received the report that Samaria had accepted God's message, they sent Peter and John down to pray for them to receive the Holy Spirit. Up to this point, They had only been baptized in the name of the Master Jesus. The Holy Spirit hadn't fallen on them. Then the apostles laid their hands on them and they did receive the Holy Spirit. When Simon saw that the apostles were merely laying hands, conferred the Spirit, he pulled out his money excited and said, Sell me your secret. Show me how you did that. How much do you want? Name your price. Peter said, to hell with your money and you along with it. Why, that's unthinkable. Trying to buy God's gift. You'll never be part of what God is doing by striking bargains and offering bribes. Change your ways and now ask the master to forgive you for trying to use God to make money. I can see this is an old habit with you. You reek with money lust. Oh, said Simon, pray for me. Pray to the master that nothing like that will ever happen to me. And with that, the apostles were on their way, continuing to witness and spread the message of God's salvation, preaching in every Samaritan town. They passed through on their way to turn to Jerusalem. The Ethiopian eunuch Later, God's angels spoke to Philip, At noon today, I want you to walk over to that desolate road and that goes from Jerusalem to, down to Gaza. He got up and went. He met an Ethiopian eunuch coming down the road. The eunuch had been on a pilgrimage to Jerusalem and was ret- returning to Ethiopia where he was a minister in charge of all the finances of Candace, queen of Ethiopians. He was riding a chariot and reading the prophet Isaiah. The spirit told Philip, Climb into the chariot. Running up alongside, Philip heard the eunuch reading Isaiah and said, Do you understand what you are reading? He answered, How can I, without some help, and invited Philip into the chariot with him. The passage he was reading was this, As she fled to slaughter, and quite as a lamb being shared, he was silent, saying nothing. He was mocked and put down, never got a fair trial. But who now can count his skin, since he has been taken up from the earth? The eunuch said, Tell me who is the prophet talking about, he himself or some other. Philip grabbed his chance. Using this passage as his text, he preached Jesus to him. As they continued down the road, they came to a stream of water. The eunuch said, Here's water, why can't I be baptized? He ordered the chariot to stop. They both went down to the water. Philip baptized him on the spot. When they came up out of the water, the Spirit of God suddenly took Philip away. And that was the last the eunuch saw of him. But he didn't mind. He had what he had come for and went on down the road as happy as he could be. Philip showed up in Estos and continued north, preaching the message in all the villages along the route until he arrived. Thank you for joining me on today's episode. I know it's been a while since our last episode was published, but nonetheless, we are publishing again and shall sure continue to do so as promised. Thank you for sticking around. You are blessed. Blessed that you are here today. Hearing the word of God, God knows you exactly where you are in your need. He knows you. He loves you, and He is there for you. you just believe and receive His blessing in your life. As you see that the people were hungry for God, and they barely listened to the disciples, even the eunuch was hungry for God, the word of God, and he let it be received. So, if you are listening to this podcast and you have come so far, I am sure you are hungry for God. And trust me, God knows how you feel and He has come to visit you. So, don't worry, as you go on in your life, you will see that people will be in your life where they will tell you the word of God and you will see what you have been longing for. The Bible says, delight in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. So as you are hungry and thirsty, for the word of God, you will be filled. God will not let you go hungry, but he loves you and cares for you. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit, let him abide with you. Your reason, God, goodness, and mercy shall so follow you all the days of your life as you dwell in the presence of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Stay tuned.